Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the DC United Kingdom podcast. I am your host, James Graham. Uh, today's episode is a bit of a good one, I would say. Um, I've got a guest joining me very, very shortly. His name is Rory. You will recognize him uh, as he's already been on the show a few weeks ago. So it's great to welcome him back and we will be going over and speaking to him very, very soon. Um what else have we got on there? So we will be reviewing the double game week last week. A um, bit of a, an up and down week, if I'm honest. And we've got some listener questions as well. So I've been tweeting out recently about being able to uh, send in your questions, obviously, as normal via Twitter or via DMs. But with a platform that I use to do this podcast, um, you actually are able to record your questions and actually send them in. So you can actually be on the show as well. So we've got a couple of those, and I'm really looking forward to... Uh, hearing uh, Rory's answers to them because they're both directed to him. So uh, without any further ado, let's go and speak to Rory. Right. So as I said, I've got Rory on today's show, who is in the uh, rather warm Washington, D.C. right now. Um, if for those of you who are listening who don't know what it's like out there, um, Rory, on a scale of one to sauna, how hot is DC? <laughs> hey guys, um, you know, uh, not quite sauna anymore, but it's it's it had been up there for a couple of days. We're, it's uh, cooled off now at 80 degrees Fahrenheit. That, that's not too bad then. So that's what in uh, in in English terms, that's probably about it's like 28 or something, right? I completely just made that up. <laughs> my my Fahrenheit to Celsius conversion isn't great. I really don't know what it is off the top of my head either. Um, but there we go. It's it's a lot better than what it has been, definitely. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Um, so I've got you on today's show just to kind of go through as a fan about what happened last week in the double game week um, since my last podcast that I recorded. Um, it was a bit of an up and down week, wasn't it, really? For sure, yeah. Um, had you know, tough week for us. Uh, tough week for us on the road. We had some good bits though, didn't we? For sure, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, in both games, honestly. We had uh, overall, I would say, very good. Um, you know, when you look at the results, it doesn't look like that. But uh, you know, I'm sure we'll get into the specifics uh, in a bit. But overall, good. But yeah, room for improvement, let's say. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, the, I mean, there's no, no perfect team out there, let's put it that way. Um, oh, of course. But, yeah, um, I said, we'll, we'll get into kind of the specifics of it all. So, we've we first game that was on the road was against FC Cincinnati, which, um, when speaking to fans and things and speaking to uh, the members of uh, DC United Kingdom, everyone was um, expecting a, a victory. Um against themselves and uh i think there was a few people who weren't so sure how much of a victory we were going to get but yeah. it was nice to see that we actually managed to get four goals on the road and all from open play as well scored some goals um yeah we looked good we defended well i mean some of the, those goals were, were fantastic yeah each goal was 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 brilliant each goal was really really good um i think uh Lucas's Lucas Rodriguez's first goal was probably my favorite, just because I happened to be standing on that end of the end of the pitch, and we got to celebrate together. <laughs> I did see the photo of that. That looked awesome. It was great. It was great. I made him come over and uh, give me a hug right away. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 
Um, yeah, I mean, that was... He had a lot of time in the box for that goal. Um, yeah, you, you can't. Somebody tweeted it, but you can't give him more than two or three seconds, or he'll get he'll punish you like that. And, and he's got a great shot and finishes really well and, and did brilliantly there. He, he's he's had a couple of uh, good goals for us already. I mean, uh, that volley from the edge of the box, I think that's uh, so far is oh, the top man. top one, isn't it? For sure, for sure. But hopefully, more like that are coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think many of us will be complaining about that. <laughs> Um, I will say the Cincinnati game, you know, everybody kind of wrote them off a little bit because uh, they're, I, I think they're still in last place in the East. Um, hmm. But to be fair to them, they have a pretty good squad. They've, individually, they have a very, you know, a lot of talented players. Uh, Kendall Waston is a beast back there. Adi up top, you know, Darren Maddox when he's, when he's in the squad is, is a great player. Obviously we know him well from being here last year. Uh, but, they made it a competitive game at the beginning, for sure. Up until probably our second goal, you know, it was a little bit back and forth. You know, they had some chances, and um, we had to really work hard. And the credit to our team, they did did really well and and took our chances chances when we got them. Uh, but the thing is, with Cincinnati, it seems like when they get scored on, maybe once or twice, they kind of start to collapse, and and teams just have to take advantage of it. And luckily, we we did. Yeah, so it was I mean, a good performance. I did notice that the heads kind of dropped after the second goal went in, and it was just kind of, it was a bit more of one-way traffic after that. Exactly, yeah, which obviously suits us, and I'm happy with it, but uh, it's not like uh, we just steamrolled them the whole time, and I will say probably should have been 4-0, because the PK... (laughs) I was going to come on to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that, that penalty kick, I mean, obviously, we've had the new rules uh, coming from as of the 1st of July and re- looking back on those new rules and just in general handballs and anyway before that new those new rules came in how the heck that was apparently when his arm was in front of his chest and he moved his arm away I mean I, I have to be careful what I say I don't want to get fined yep. but uh, in my opinion his hand is completely up against his body uh, you know, if he didn't have, if I've played with players, this is going to sound weird. I've played with <laughs> players who like don't have the, like a lower forearm or don't have an, a hand. If oh, he what? had, if he didn't have an arm, the ball would have just hit his chest. Yeah. You know? Um, so for me, especially at the angle, it's, it's never a PK. Uh, it, it makes it, he makes it look bad because he lifts his arm up to his chest. Mm. But you know, again, his arm was up against his chest. Uh, and for me, I don't know. It, it it was a little little skeptical for me, the call. The PK itself, the run-up, in my opinion, again, he stops completely, which I thought was not allowed. So that's just, those are my two, those are my two cents. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree, and I get where you're coming from uh, about if you didn't have a lower forearm, it would just hit his chest. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a good way of getting around to that kind of point, um, and it kind of opened your eyes to it. It's just like, yeah, if it was just there straight in front of his chest, I mean, he would have to literally not jump and collapse, I think, to avoid that ball. Right. Um, right. Which, it's just going to hit straight at him. Yeah. yeah. What's he supposed to do there, you know? Yeah. And, but there we go. It happens. They did score. And um, I was speaking to a couple of people who do ref in the game, um, not at okay. a level, but... Sure. Um, who have done it before um and i said 
it's very touch and go. They wouldn't have called it back, um, which is still frustrating. Um, and it's not uh, the first time that, well, it was the first time, but it wasn't the only time it happened to us last week, um, that kind of runner. Right. Uh, it seems to be the in thing. I, every, everyone under the sun <laughs> seems to be doing it, including uh, likes of Paul Pogba. And it's just like, oh, come on, just just run up and just smack it. Just hit it, yeah. But, hey, it's it's a peak I mean, that gets scored against us again. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, that was that, the other one. Sorry, my bad. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's one of those things, and we can't do much now about it. Can't do anything about it now, and it's okay. Obviously our story ended happy and uh we the team again the team responded really well to that goal and and scored a couple more so no problem at all yeah and two goals in the next 10 minutes was absolutely fantastic and yeah, it was brilliant yeah uh, yeah um good second goal um nice little turn from Ariola to feed it into uh Rodriguez and a nice kind of well in a way a bit of a lucky finish with the deflection but uh but we'll take it yeah, you need that kind of look if you're going to win games. So. Exactly, exactly. And then Rooney's goal um, with an absolute... I mean, for me, this was my favourite goal of the game. That ball yeah, by Hara was just absolutely phenomenal. And even before the, the pass, he beat two or three defenders with a little touch and go, like touch around and, and run around. I mean, the whole play, Leo, uh, was all him, you know? I mean, yeah. Wayne does really well when he gets the ball, takes the touch and and cuts it near post when the goalie probably thinks he's going far post, but uh, it was just an all around, all around great goal. Uh, yeah. I was, yeah. I was happy for Leo to, to get that assist. Yeah, it was, he's, he's been absolutely phenomenal so far this season. I think he's been a bit of a fan's favorite. Let's put it that way. For sure. And, and then Ariola's uh, goal, that was a hell of a run down the wing. It was, I think it was Mora who feeded him through. Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. And and it was just a nice run down the wing. And a finish with his left foot as well. I didn't know he had just that in going. him. Kept going. He just said that that was one of the things with Cincinnati, like, all right, come on guys. Like we can probably defend that a little better, but mm. uh, he they just gave him the space so he, he kept taking it. But yeah. great finish, far post, left foot. There's uh, not yeah. not much you can complain about it. Exactly. It win the goal, so Yeah. yeah he did well, Paul had a really good game. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, I mean, to be honest, when doesn't he have a good game? True, true. He's uh, he's a super important player for us. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of left it out there. There wasn't much else that kind of happened after that goal. It kind of simmered down and just kind of we let it end. And and you look at the stats, we were pretty much all over them apart from the possession, which just goes to show you, possession doesn't win you games. Possession does not when you get. Listen, I'm Spanish. And <laughs> I, I know so well that possession means nothing, um, particularly it's... with the national team. But uh, <laughs> in, in every every game, every league, Atlanta too. We I think we had 30% possession. Now, mind yeah. you, they did end up winning the game. But if we put away one, one of those chances, they could still have 70% possession and 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 not finish. You know. Yeah, I mean that 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 leads us nicely onto that game. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, that was a great great link. So yeah, so that game, I mean, it was, I mean, from a fan's point of view, um, bit of a shock at the start um, when Rooney wasn't um, part of the uh, part of the team. I can imagine. I can um, imagine. We were just like, I was just 
speaking to guys on Twitter and out, and I was with my parents for that game. So I went back home, uh, back to the northeast of England, um, saw okay. my parents for a couple of days. Um, they, um, my dad, that was his first uh, DC game after we were in uh, America last year. Um, that you watched and my mum she's actually quite a keen fan um it seems so i've kind of got someone else on board which is good there you go that's good uh, and then it was just kind of when i told them that really wasn't playing we were, everyone was just like why and then obviously it came out that he'd pick up picked up a couple of minor injuries i think it was in the since game yeah i think it was uh you know just a precaution um two games on the road on turf which is a, a really you know difficult surface to play on much harder than um, playing on just a normal uh, grass pitch yeah so uh, the wear and tear on the body is is you feel it much more than than just playing two games in a row on a grass field so i think he he needed the the break and needed some some time to to give his body a rest you know and be ready for chicago this weekend you know not ideal not the ideal game necessarily but um you know, it's never going to be a good time for her to have your, you know, one of your best players sit out. Same with Lucha, you know, obviously not his, that one wasn't his choice or the coaching staff's choice, but um, it's never ideal to have uh, some of your best players on the bench or not available at all. So, yeah, uh, you just kind of have to deal with it. And I thought the team did really well. Yeah, I mean, it was a great first half. I'm just going to just bring it back to the the fact that you call the Cincy pitch and the Atlanta pitch turfs. Over here in the UK, um, turf is also grass. So yeah, um, <laughs> turf, 3G pitches, uh, or 4G pitches as we call them over here. Um, just in case anyone was confused by that, because I was confused when I first heard it, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, that that now makes sense." So oh, wait, hold on, 4G? Yeah. That's what it's called, a 4G pitch for 4G turf. Yeah, is like artificial turf. Yep. Ah, okay. There so you go. Interesting. We've All right, there we go. We both learned something, something new today. Yeah. So, yeah, so the Atlanta game, that was I'm glad that uh, Ben kept the same formation. That was pleasing for me because I was expecting him to with Acosta coming back, going to a 4-2-3-1, but it's great to see that he kept it consistent and that filled me with a little bit of confidence going into this game. And the way we started the game, the fact that we had a good few counterattacks as well, it was just it's yep. just a shame that we couldn't put one away. But that was the first half was absolutely fantastic in my eyes because they were getting frustrated and Martinez was just he was just taking shots from anywhere and Bill was being Bill as normal he was saving everything. He was brilliant, yeah. Uh, he was absolutely fantastic uh, in that game and and then in the second half that uh, PK that they got he and I was looking at um, a couple of videos back about it and I heard the commentary from from in the states and it was just i think i think it was was it bobby warshaw who said uh said how bill didn't die either side when martinez was taking that penalty and that made him second guess himself and that's what made him chip it over and it's just like you're watching it back and you think yeah i i could see that for sure i mean i i had a lot of like friends and people on twitter and a lot of people online i saw Maybe it was because it was a national televised game. There's more people watching. But what happened to this PK? This is so weird. Like, what's going on? And to me, like, I, that's just how he runs up to take his PKs. It's still weird, but, like, it seemed like everybody was surprised and had no idea that this is ever going to happen, um, which I just thought was funny. Like, that's just, you know, for better or worse, that's how Martinez takes his penalties. And 
Um, he's, to be fair to him, puts a lot of them away. Um, I don't think Bill – what was the stat that I saw? Bill hasn't been scored on this year in a, on, in a PK. Correct, um, yeah. Yeah, that was, that's so, a cracking stat. Which is, yeah, great for him. Obviously, you know, he, he – I, I don't know how many – I would like to see how many he's saved and how many have been missed. I think he's saved at least one. Yeah, I, 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 if I was going to be a betting man, I would say I think he saved two. Okay. And two, I think it's, I think it was four uh, penalties he's had against him. Um, so I think it was he saved two and had two missed. Okay. I, I believe think. you. I believe you. <laughs> um, You're probably the only person who would believe me right now. <laughs> but it was uh, honestly, as a, like when I was watching it in the stadium there as a fan, let's say. I said, all right, Joseph misses the PK, 0-0. Like, we haven't had that many chances this half. I'll take it. We're still going to defend well. We've played great. Like, I'll take nil-nil in Atlanta, four points out of, out of six on the road. Like, that's a great week for us. Oh, yeah, And absolutely. I kind of, like, I kind of, you know, succumbed to that and, and made my peace with that. And then just to, yeah. I don't know, we fall asleep for, for, for two seconds and um and it all goes goes away unfortunately yeah it's it's the kind of thing if you fall asleep against a team like atlanta for as you said two seconds they will punish you there's no doubt about that um reigning there's a reason why they're the reigning champions and that we unfortunately were on the uh, wrong end of it um of course yeah so Um, you can't have too many complaints It's, it's not taking your chances and then you know staying tuned in and staying concentrated the whole time right uh, yeah obviously those seem like pretty simple uh concepts in football but uh, it's obviously it's big it's important you know we have to to be focused all the time and and especially late in the game when you know that they're gonna press and they're frustrated and they want to score a goal you know you gotta be gotta be mindful of what's going on in the box always but yeah that's it it's uh there's only so much that you can in a way there's only so much you can do i mean the, the amount of times that they were just coming at us it was just absolutely crazy and i mean in essence it was gonna for me it was kind of inevitable the way we kind of set up in the second half mm-hmm. um, which was pretty much all out defensive it felt like and and I'm just looking at the kind of the stats from the game at the moment. They had 27 crosses in 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 the match, 629 passes to our 251. It was just yeah, it was just going to be one of those games where at some point the wall was going to crumble. And unfortunately, because it crumbled in those last couple of minutes, it felt much worse. I think. Right. It, yeah, those kind of losses always feel way worse. You know. Uh, and I I think that like last year when we played there we lost I think it was 31 um Mm. but we scored first we scored uh like within again maybe in the fifth minute um something like that I don't know it it was it was early in the game and uh we said okay wow great like counterattack goal let's defend and then they kind of just like they took over the game and and did what Atlanta does and, and scored a couple goals and we ended up losing, but that's what I thought was going to happen in this game. We, you know, Paul was going to score one of those chances. We'd put it away, and then we were playing so well defensively that it, it was going to be okay. But it just alas, wasn't to be, was it? It, not, <laughs> it was not to be. No, I tell, it impressed me in the game was um, Acosta after being out for a couple of games. The amount of times he was pressing in the first half, 
especially so high up the pitch. Yeah. That was really good to say. And that um, I noticed a couple of times I put Brad Guzan under a lot of pressure and he ended up kicking it straight out, which but that was pleasing for me to see. And it would have been nice to see that happen for the whole 90 minutes. But yes, there's only you've got only so much energy you can give yeah, in a game. Yeah, I mean, it's that system is set up to, you know, to do that. And, and we, you know, had planned to force the goalie to do a certain thing and, and Lucho, you know, loves to press and loves to run around up there and, and he just needs the support. And we had that in the system and in, in the way that the guys played uh, on Sunday. Um, so it was, I think it was mutually beneficial to, to those guys. All right. He can go press and we'll be there supporting on each side, uh, put Guzan under pressure. And that's exactly what we wanted to happen. You know, yeah. Let him play out to the center back. When he comes back to Guzan, then jump on it and, and he'll not know what to do, which is exactly what happened. But you're right. You only have so much energy. You only you can press for so long before uh, it kind of starts to wear on you, especially, like I said, on the on the artificial surface. It's, uh, it makes it even more difficult uh, to run around up there. Yeah. Um, so it kind of leads us on to the next game um, against Chicago Fire. Um, what kind of what kind of pitch are they on turf or are they on grass? No, they're on they're on natural natural grass, oh, nice. normal normal surface. Yeah. Good. So uh, it should be you know normal normal <laughs> normal uh, circumstances, normal scenarios um, for us there. Cool. That would that would be nice again. Um, it's it's I'm just got their head to head up at the moment and. Just kind of seeing what how recent form is as well. Um, Chicago have not gone through a good bit of form right now. They've only won one in the last six, um, and that was against Atlanta United, believe it or not. Uh, uh, yeah, five was it five zero? Five one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that I think was. I've seen the score update that day. I'll never forget that. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah, that five was one, four one. It was just absolutely crazy. Um, obviously, we're in a bit better form at the moment, um, and. For some reason in my head, um, so please correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but we all seem to do well against uh, Chicago recently. Uh, for the most part, yeah, I think we have done well. Um, there is, you know, it's not necessarily a super tough place to play, um, with all due respect to, to them and their fans. Uh, you know, it's not a, a super intimidating atmosphere or anything, uh, mm. but they're typically a decent team at home. Um, especially the last couple of years, you know, uh, Schweinsteiger makes them pretty competitive and they have players like Gaetan and CJ Sapong, who we know well, yeah. uh, Dax, obviously. So they have a good team. Um, and again, kind of just like Cincinnati, they, they have, have the pieces to, to be a good team and play really well. We just have to make sure that they, they don't do that. And we have to make sure that we play our game. Uh, yeah. Obviously we had a, a couple weeks ago back in May, a kind of crazy three, three game. Where again, thanks to uh, VAR, maybe could have won the game, but yep. I'll uh, leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't leave it at that. That should never have been a, uh, <laughs> never been uh, VAR back, and uh, we should have won that one. So I'll say that for you. Um, there you go. Okay. There you go. Um, again, I've just kind of got head to head up at the moment uh, between us, ourselves and Chicago. We've played 64 times in total, um, which seems sounds like quite a lot. Um, but believe it or not, we've both won 22 times each and drawn 20. Oh, wow. And that's over all 
That's all three. Five seasons now? It's That's absolutely crazy. The fact that it's that even. Yeah. That's... I was going to say, recently I think we've done okay, but they've had a couple wins on us. So. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's probably going to uh, come up to be quite a tasty game, I would say. I, I think so. I think so. Um, Hopefully their run of form and our run of form continue in, in that direction and uh, you know we are able to take advantage. Yeah. Obviously, Wayne will, will be back, hopefully, by that game. Um, yes. Yeah, fingers crossed. We'll, we'll have the full squad, so I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I think it's, I'm going to be um, staying up to watch that one um, since it's only a 1 a.m. kickoff for that game. And it's, oh. I know, right? That, that, that's not that's not a bad one for me. That's not even that bad. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, but that, that's really awful. It's that's fact that it's only, man. Um, I mean, Sunday was fantastic. The fact that it was at a 9 p.m. kickoff, that was beautiful. Uh, yeah, national televised too. Sky, right? Uh, it was, yes. UK? Yeah, it was... Uh, it's nice to have that. Um, oh, I, I don't think I could have done uh, another late one, especially if I was driving back on Monday. I, I don't think I would have been alive. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've got uh, the game this weekend at 1pm, but we've also got another game this week, haven't we? We do, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, uh, against Olympique Marseille. In the, uh, Olympique Marseille. That's, how's, how's that uh, been received over there? Um. I think people here aren't super familiar maybe with Marseille. Um, hmm. And we've had a, a little like kind of French tournament here actually. So um, Marseille, Bordeaux, Saint-Étienne, and there's one more team that I'm forgetting. Is it Montpellier? I want to say Montpellier, but there's there's been a couple of French teams here training in D.C. and, and playing yeah. some games here. So this is like the last of the French you know, tournament. Yeah. Um, here so it's exciting to have the teams here and and um, cool to have you know our fans exposed to them and and them come to the u.s and kind of have them show them uh, what it's like to be and play over here so that's exciting marseille is is a very good team obviously have have some good players yeah that hopefully will do well against tomorrow uh but it'll be it's always a fun test when you play those games. Obviously, it doesn't, you know, it's not competitive. It doesn't mean uh, anything for us uh, in the league or, or in any competition. But it's always a good experience to have those international friendlies. Yeah, um, I'm guessing we'll probably see a more of a reserve team lineup, I would imagine. Um, the fact that we've just had that trip to Atlanta and we've got the trip to Chicago at the weekend. It's a tough week. I think it'll be a good opportunity for some of the guys who haven't been getting a lot of minutes to, to show up but we'll see what the coaching staff decides tomorrow yeah um it'll be interesting to see how it works and uh um hopefully griffin yeah will get some uh, more minutes because i think um a lot of fans are calling for that at the moment they want to oh, see that yeah. see him get that game time and build his confidence because he, he seems to be a, a, a huge prospect in the making right now 100 percent yeah, he's he's so talented. He's got such ability uh, on the ball. He's quick. Uh, he, he's he's fun to watch. Um, obviously, if you've seen any of Loudoun United's game, which is our our USL team, yeah, um, he scored a couple pretty good goals for them and, and has been doing well for them. Um, so it's it's important for him at this age, especially he's only 16, he's such a little kid, uh, to get these minutes and get games in and and just like you said, build confidence and uh, just get ready for the moment when he's called upon with the first team. Uh, 
and he's obviously played a couple times. He started a game, um, but uh, want him to to be even more prepared and looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, should we go through some questions now? Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go through the uh, the Twitter question that we had sent in. Um, first and foremost, before we move on to the people who uh, did their voice messages to us. Um, so the first question is from uh, Lee's Locks um, on Twitter. He's at Lee's Locks one. Um, and he's asked, after a win and a, no- and a loss, what's your overall feeling about the state of the squad heading into the fire game? Yeah, I think, I mean, we've discussed it quite a bit, obviously, but I think uh, good. Uh, you know, the coaching staff is, you know, just as a team, we've gone over what happened in Atlanta and, and you know, the little mistakes that were made. But overall, they're so happy with the effort and ho- so happy with how we played, and we just want to build off of that. So, um, you know, obviously, everybody wanted to win. Everybody wanted to, to get out of there with um, at least saving the point, if not, like we said, taking those chances to get the get the goal and, and hopefully even win the game. Um, but we have to – we want to just keep growing that confidence and, and take that into Chicago, and that's kind of been the message has been – Listen, we didn't get what we needed, but we had to keep playing like that to get what we do need. And, and all the focus now is obviously on Chicago. And, and I think we'll I think the team will respond well. I think it's like we said, with Wayne coming back in and being a part of the squad for that one, uh, it should be uh, should be a win for us. That's yeah. what I'm calling. Nice. I, I like that confidence there. Um, and for me, uh, from obviously not being obviously part of the club, even though that would be amazing. Um it, from the outside, I mean, for me, it looks like pretty much what you just said there. Um, the interview and the post-match uh, with Ben Olsen, you could see how actually how pleased he was with the effort that was put in there. Um, it was unfortunate. I've had time to kind of clear my thoughts and think well, hindsight is a wonderful thing. Um, but I think we can take some good lessons from the game against Atlanta and from the game against Cincy. And hopefully mold those two games together and hopefully get a, a really good performance against Chicago, take it to them and have another convincing win. Because I think with Rooney back, I think we can do that. And hopefully it'd be nice to see the back three keep going because consistency in the formation will just breed consistency in the results, hopefully. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't say how we're going to play against Chicago quite yet, but um, I hope that I think we do great in this formation. I think it, it, it allows us to defend well, but also press and get out and have options to attack. So I think, uh, I think it'll be good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. So first voice message um, is from uh, Ken, who is at DCU underscore soccer. So I'm just going to play this and, uh, let me know if you can't hear this, Rory, um, but hopefully this should come through absolutely fine. Hey, DC United Kingdom. This is DCU underscore soccer. I was just uh, recording this to ask a question to Rory. Um, what was your favorite away game so far um, in terms of the trip, everything like that, and why? Thanks. Oh, what a question. That <laughs> was a good one, wasn't it? Um, all right. I'm going to say probably, man. <laughs> Has there been that That's many a, good ga- good games away and good experiences on the road? So my, as an overall trip, I know my answer, but the game wasn't great. Right. Um, 
so I, I, maybe I'll stick with that. I think my favorite trip we did a, it was just like this where we went straight. We went from Columbus, played mid, midweek in Columbus and mm-hmm. then went straight to Minnesota. Um, uh-huh. And Minnesota was like, again, thank you, VAR. Didn't get the win on that one. Um, but unbelievable atmosphere, brand new stadium. Uh, I'm so happy for that club. Um, I, I have some friends up there uh, in the club, on the team, and uh, they they deserve a stadium like that. And, and they have great fans. And it was just a, a really great experience. Um, Minneapolis is a cool city. Um, our travel was not as as uh, complicated as it has been in the past <laughs> this week, for example. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say Columbus, Minnesota. I also, that was my first time in Columbus and I have to admit, I had pretty low expectations for, uh, for Columbus, but I was pleasantly surprised. Had a great time. Columbus again is, is awesome. We did win that game. That was a big game for us to win. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to go with. Oh, nice. And what you can say then is uh, you had a good omen in Columbus in as it was a while since we last won there. Yeah, exactly. Um, there you go. I have to I have to keep going now. Yeah, exactly. You just got to keep going and going <laughs> and going and then we'll just keep winning and winning and winning. There we are. That's, that's my plan at least. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. So next question um, is from uh, Sarah Kalassi. Um, and this is what she has asked. Hi, James. Hi, Rory. This is Sarah from MLS Female. Rory, my question for you would be, how did you get started with DC United? And what's been your favorite or most memorable part of working with the organization? Oh, again, <laughs> it's going to take me a second to uh, to come up with that one. But I'll start with the first part of the answer. Um, I studied sports management in college in, at university here. Um, and right after I graduated, was lucky enough to land an internship with the operations department, uh, with the club, with DC United. And basically from that summer, I haven't left and I transitioned to this, uh, team ops role. Um, and now I am where I am now being the, the player care manager at the club and, and taking care of Wayne. Um, so it's been a, it's been a couple of years now, so this is my seventh season. Wow. Um, so yeah, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like that long until you look back and, <laughs> and count the years. But um, but it's been a great, obviously a great experience, and I, I've loved every minute of it. Um, my what what was the question? The my most memorable moment? Uh, it was yes. Uh, da, 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 da. So the question in full because I've got also got it written down because she sent me it via message as well. It uh, was how did you get started with DCU and what has been been your favorite most memorable part of working for the club? So my very first year, my first first full season was 2014, and the Spanish national team came to DC for their pre World Cup camp, and they spent a week here, played a friendly, and then went straight to Brazil. Um, and the club slash MLS asked me to kind of be their liaison. Um, so I took a break from DC United. My boss was like kind enough to, to let me have that opportunity. Um, and I stayed with them for the week in the hotel and I took care of all their needs and, and I kind of did the same thing that I do, but just with them and, and liaise between their staff and us and the hotel and all that stuff. So, uh, and that was in my first 
six months of working for the club. So I, it was an incredible, you know, again, as I said, I'm originally from Spain and that was just an unbelievable opportunity to, you know, meet all my favorite players and, and hang out with them for a week and just kind of be part of that team. I don't know for just for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I, so I thought I peaked early. Um, it turns out I had some better things coming for me. <laughs> um, but that that was probably one of my more memorable. Memorable moments was 100% Luciano Costa's goal against Orlando last year. Um, I'll, I'll never feel anything like that moment before. But I had never before. I won't ever again, I don't think. Um, yeah, what a what a what a goal! What a play! I get I get chills watching the video every time I see it. Uh, wow, what a what a what a moment! Yeah, it, that that it's exactly the same thing. Chills every time I watch that goal. It is fantastic. Um, uh, so you got to work with the Spanish football team. It was great. And That's a, insane. A, yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, Again, very grateful for my, you know, for my boss, for the coaching staff and everybody to kind of let me go for the week um, and just be with them at training and be with them for the game. And um, it was a, an unbelievable week. The best part for me was I'm a big Real Madrid fan as well. Uh, I got to meet not only a bunch of Real Madrid stars like Sergio Ramos, who that summer had just like basically won Real Madrid the Champions League against Atletico Madrid in the final. Um but I got to meet, you know, Casillas and all those guys, but also yeah. got to meet players like Sergio Busquets, uh, Diego Costa, Jordi Alba, who, as a fan, watching them on TV, I despised, right? Like, I, <laughs> I, I always hated those players. But then when you get to meet them and hang out with them, obviously, they're human, they're, and they're all really, really nice guys. So it was, it was such a conflicting time for me, because I, like, had these feelings about them as a Madrid fan, not liking Barca and Atletico, but... They were so nice, and they were, like, really good guys. PK, too, was a nice guy. Like, they were all awesome. Um, I got to hang out with Iniesta, Andres Iniesta, quite a bit. And, um, we had some, some good moments together. So, it was, yeah, it was uh, it was a good week. That's you, You've got one very jealous person over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, oh, you, you've got a cracking job. You've yeah, got an absolute amazing job. <laughs> It's challenges. It's not all, it's not all fun and games. I will say, make sure everybody understands that. Um, but it's, I, it has some really good moments for sure. Yeah. Um, was it this? Was it the Atlanta where you had a three-hour delay? Did I see? <sighs> Atlanta. Uh, honestly. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. No, the whole travel this weekend just ended up being like very, just too complicated. Like too much stuff going on. Um, we went from D.C. to Cincinnati. The plane didn't have AC. We were delayed a little bit. The turbulence in that flight was just terrible. And, like, obviously, there's nothing you can do about that. But it was, like, some of the worst I've ever experienced. Um, and I've flown quite a bit. Um, and then going to Atlanta, I think we were a little delayed. Not too, too bad. And then going from Atlanta back here, we were delayed, like, an hour or two. So we had a lot of delays um, yeah. this week. And all, you know, weather related. So it's not like it was just us. Or there was there was something going on, like that a charter would fix. Um, it was it was uh, just unfortunate, and that's just how it is. But we made it, and uh, <laughs> looking forward to traveling again this weekend. <laughs> how how far is it to travel to Chicago from DC then? Uh, 
that's about an hour and a half flight, hour and a half, two hours. Oh, that's not too bad. So, no, not too bad, not too bad. Um, we don't have too many long trips left, except for Vancouver. Oh no, Portland. Okay, so we have two pretty long trips. <laughs> what, uh, what's what's the worst trip you've had to do then? The worst trip, like logistically, is Vancouver, only hmm. because it's the only place that doesn't have direct flights for us. So we have to connect somewhere. Oh right. Really? Um, whether it's Toronto or Seattle or, or we had just had to make a connection, which is just never ideal. Um, mm. you know, just, and it takes a long time to get there. There's a three hour difference. So there's a lot that goes into traveling to Vancouver. Um, and Vancouver, once you get there is an unbelievable place. One of my favorite cities, uh, mm. in, in Canada, us, um, it's so beautiful. Their stadium's cool. Also artificial turf, but, um, yeah, it's, it's quite a challenge to get there, but we've had several, trips where it's you know been <clears throat> should be a normal flight normal whatever and then there's a storm or something flight gets canceled and we have to travel the next day uh you know the day of the game get a yeah. charter and fly in which is never ideal um it happened in it's happened in montreal happened in minnesota last year mm. it's happened in orlando last year so yeah there's been there's been quite a bit um Quite a bit of times, and not just us. Obviously, this happens to happen in New England when they try to come down here two weeks ago to play us at Audi Field. All right. They came in the day of, so. Of course, the weather was we pretty bad then, wasn't it? If I remember rightly. For sure, yeah. And honestly, it's just something that we have to deal with in the summer quite a bit. We're used to it. Um, hmm. Same thing when, whenever we go to Dallas or Houston. There's, especially in the summer, there's always storms. There's always some sort of delay. Either the game is delayed or a flight's delayed or something. Um, yeah. Again, to no fault of anyone's except uh, the storms and, and the weather, but yeah, it's always a good know. time uh, getting around those challenges and traveling. That is uh, one thing that is definitely unique to MLS. Let's put it that way. Definitely yeah, don't get that absolutely. over here. No, no, no. I've heard. <laughs> it's usually uh, well, if you can't get the flight, which is at longest what I would imagine two hours, it's a coach trip, which you'll probably be again at the longest take four maybe it's five hours so yeah, four or five hours yeah yeah i bet you would like that a lot just to have that just that that's the longest trip you'd ever do it would be nice yeah i don't like the bus we take a bus to philly because <laughs> it's so yeah. close it's like three hours less than three hours i just don't like it it's just me <laughs> do you not get like a nice nice roomy bus um i usually get my own seat it depends on who's who's traveling, but um, it's just I don't know. I I don't like being stuck in a car. I don't like road trips. I'm not a road trip guy. Ah, fair. fair. But um, it would be nice to have everything close. That yes, is, that is one thing that Wayne has reminded me <laughs> over and over again. Oh, um. Well, I think we've come to kind of a bit of a natural end because I can't think of any more questions to ask you. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, no problem. Have you got any any questions for myself or anything um, you want to say to the listeners? No, I, I appreciate uh, everybody does listen. I hope everybody tunes in this weekend to watch us beat Chicago. And then make sure you watch uh, Wayne and the All-Star game next week, too. Of course, yes. That is uh, on the 31st, isn't it? July 31st in Orlando, yeah. Ah. Big game for me. Yes, yeah. It's uh, against another arch rival of mine. Yeah. Madrid so <laughs> hopefully uh, I mean, I think 
the kit looks quite nice as well that we've got for the All Stars. I have to admit. It looks good to be fair. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, they've, they've done they've done very well with that kit. It's a shame they couldn't do the rest for the away kits for the uh, rest of the MLS teams. <laughs> but there Dude, we go. Dude. That's a that's another story for that one. Um, <laughs> fair enough. So, I'll leave it there. Yes. So thank you very much again for coming on. Um, I appreciate it as as always because obviously the time difference doesn't make it things easy between uh, us and uh, the states. But uh, yeah, thank you very much, and hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Bye. Well. I just, again, want to say thank you to Rory for doing the interview with me today. Um, That was absolutely fantastic. It was great to talk to him um, and speak to him as a fan. Uh, Because, you know, what he loves the club as much as me and you do. As you've heard um, in that uh, interview there, you can actually send your voice messages in. So if you want to do that, uh, always look out for the tweets when I send them out. Um, But you can do that anytime. Uh, The line is open 24 7 you can go to anchor.fm forward slash dc united uk fans forward slash message um i will put a link in the uh, show notes um so you can get direct access to it you can ask questions give me your thoughts whether it's on the games or whether it's on the upcoming game that's happening whatever you want i will try and get you in on the show um every time i've heard heard them so far they've been absolutely fantastic and it's always great to hear um it just it makes me feel more connected to you guys and whichever way i can do that i want to do um because this podcast is not just for me but it's also for you guys um it's it's great to get insight from you guys in the states um and especially from the club as well that is an absolute treat um so again thank you rory for coming on um and speaking to us um i hope the comments that you made you don't get fined for um i thought you did that very well very uh political let's put it that way yeah um, you might even be a president one day um so as i said you can get in touch with me through uh anchor.fm and the link with the voice messages you can dm me on twitter uh you can leave comments on my tweets as well if you want i will answer those on the podcast if you want just let me know that you want to want to hear more thoughts about it um you can also become an official member of the dc united kingdom supporters group uh, that is now fully up and running we've got uh, a twitter group for all the game chats whether that's pre-game post-game during the game um the group the group is growing and it's getting ever more banterful um yeah i did just say that so i apologize um but there there's it's great chat on there. It's good to see. Um, if you want to do that, uh, you just need to go to the link that's in the show notes, but uh, it is dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, so again, thank you for making it through this episode again, the 16th in the uh, season. Absolutely unreal. Uh, I can't believe I'm actually still doing it, but you guys keep me going with it. Uh, so thank you to each and every one of you who do listen. Um, let me know if you do listen. If you've not reached out to me before, I want to hear from you. Um, it, it It's fantastic. I absolutely adore it. I, listening to an English guy rambling on about a football club. Yeah, who'd have thought that, eh? Um, but yes, um, until next time, Vamos United. <laughs>